hey guys super excited to have you guys on today's podcast um just austin's podcast here with wombo and frisla is on and i announced last week um we are on this series emotional well-being last week we looked at the introduction and today we're going to be moving on to the first topic on that emotional well-being series and the first topic here is grief grief i don't want to i don't want that f sound to come outside and people will be asking is he saying grief or grief i'm talking about grief grief is a state of grieving someone like mourning someone yeah grief and its effect on teenagers or young people okay um in all humility in sincerest humility guys um I'm going to be doing this from a standpoint of of um, a secondary source now. You know, back then when I was working on academic essays, there's what they call primary source and secondary source. Primary source is when someone was actually at the scene of event and records what he or she sees, records his or her experience. And that is primary or first-hand source. And second-hand source or secondary source is someone who heard it or who saw the account that the person that experienced it or encountered it has. So I'm in like a secondary source here. I'm one who's going to be giving an account of what people experienced, of people's stories. And I hope this blesses us because primarily when I wanted to do this I was asking God, I was like, God, are you sure I should go ahead? I was even thinking of going to um, going to enroll in an emotional well-being course, you know, so I can get a certificate and I'll be qualified to teach it. But then he just said, go, I've empowered you, just go and talk about it. Okay, so today I'm just going to be sharing a few stories about people and just bringing encouragement to anyone who is grieving to anyone who has lost a dear one or a loved one you know someone told me last uh, was it last week no it should be this um 27th was um wednesday yeah so i was working on a video for someone and the person told me said priscilla see it's important that you appreciate everyone in your life right now it said especially those that are so kind to you especially your loved ones he said appreciate them now that they are alive not when they are dead that you have to spend so much to give them a befitting burial when while when they were alive you didn't even appreciate them any bit that was what he told me that was what he said and it's really reflect it's sorry it's really registered some thoughts in me because i remembered i've always wanted to make people feel loved around me i because people go through a lot you may not know but sit down with someone just sit down ask this person have you been how how things been with you the person may not open up instantly but i assure you if you are consistent if you if you make this person feel i am sure that you can always lean on i'm someone you can always come to you know when probably when something is wrong you can always come to me and i'll be there listening people appreciate that a lot not not many people have listening ear or have listening ability nowadays not even in the church not even in the society most people would want to hear your problem and use it against you or tell the public you know so it's not hard to share people's stories but you know it's about identity probably the person does not want to be shamed so you go out there and you reveal this person and say see you asked me this question see you were advised it's not nice so it's always good to be to be that source of help that source of strength and encouragement for people around you i know of a friend from ss2 because naturally people thought priscilla was a snob you know i i always loved my books i always loved being alone right from a younger age you know because i wasn't exposed to friendship you know i wasn't exposed to people i lived 
is a i don't want to call it lonely now because actually my books and my mind kept me actually busy i wasn't lonely i won't say that i had family i had brothers who were lovely brothers i love being around them and my parents my mom even became a very good source of you know comfort and all of that so but when it came to socialization that is one thing people still talk to me about your date you know i asked someone i asked him i said please help me fill up a reference letter because i wanted to sign up for something so the quality they were looking for were qualities in the leader they mentioned humility empathy and uh, inclusion in, in your work so i told the person please write this reference for me you know what the person told me said please i'll go and write this reference for yourself then I'll come and edit it and send it attached yeah, as a letter to me to these people. But I send it to someone and ask the person to write it for me because he's someone that is very close to me. He knows me a bit, you know. Not like he knows me that much, but he knows me when it comes to leadership and whatever. So I gave him and he wrote something. So when I gave it to this person who was to write my reference for me, so he looked at it, he edited a lot of things, he saw it, he wrote it. And on the last paragraph, because he he always he always portrays on that Priscilla be Priscilla be Priscilla go out. Priscilla go out. And nowadays, if he wants to do anything in town, I'll be the one that will, that he will say because he want he feels like Priscilla is always at home. You know, on Monday this week, I was actually at home, I was studying. <laughs> So I sat in my, my dad's room is like where I study is like my study room and where I do any other thing because it's not usually at home. So I just use this room. So I went to my study table. I just sat down there. I think from from about it was it seven or nine a.m. I just sat down there. So the person called me around eleven a.m. But it was actually a video call. So on calling me from there i don't know how we digressed into this but guys please just try and listen okay so the person called me and was like i'm like, not doing anything did i said i'm studying the person was like you're always reading i'm like no i'm not always reading i just it's what keeps me like you know i don't have so many friends i don't go out but this is one thing i do that i enjoy doing so much okay so the person left me around 10 a.m or 11 a.m on the video call so around 12 so around 2 p.m the person called me back still on the same video call the person made me on the same spot <laughs> my books were still opened but i had finished an online class uh, sorry an online course got certificated that day got the certificate that day and the person still made me that spot and i didn't leave that spot here about three i went back there around seven i had other things to attend so what am i saying that people will not always feel your impact if you they will not always feel like they are loved if you keep things to yourself remember a friend was telling me a friend was like Priscilla don't always hold back your thoughts like when it means thought like don't think don't always hold back your compliments it could mean a lot it's true I know I'm one person who do not respond easily to compliments but i can compliment people and all of that so what brought me here was that it is important that we are a part of people's lives we are a part of people's story you may not support them 100 percent but they should feel love they should feel yes if i'm around this person there's just a connection there's something like i feel relaxed i feel because when i was in ss1 people thought priscilla was a snob you know priscilla wasn't someone who you could talk to she was proud i was very sarcastic right i was sarcastic there's nothing that Priscilla doesn't say that doesn't come out with sarcasm and that moment there were people who who really dreaded how i spoke but i didn't know i thought i was making fun but one day someone just came and told like he almost because we had stairs narrow in our school so they're like two-story buildings so he just came on and said please he was crying he said please stop being sarcastic he said if not he said the things you said to me they hurt me a lot and you know that sometimes i feel like throwing myself off and just die i'm like guy has, has it got into that extent so someone i was sarcastic to in class for two weeks this guy didn't talk he hated me i did not know that he hated me that one day confessed he said you know that i was so that i would go home and i was so much insults against like i would just go home and just look for insults and one day i would just insult you like this see words words are powerful your choice of language the way you say things the way the way you write them 
the way you write them, the way you communicate them, they are very important. You may not know, but people do not think the way you think. That's it. People do not reason the way you reason. You may you might mean something else, and someone would misquote what you meant. I was being sarcastic just to you know make people quiet in class but some of them thought i was being hateful some of them thought i was proud some of them thought i was a snobbish some of them thought i disliked them and disrespected them that they even hated me that some of them even wanted to end their lives because i was like wow so when it got to that i had to i went back home i told her i said please i want to stop being sarcastic that when I got to SS, so I wrote a joke about it. And when they saw it, everybody laughed. They were like, Mister, you're really sarcastic. And because of my sarcasm, a lot of people started being sarcastic. It was that bad. I think about two persons became very good at it. Then every other person was trying to you know, emulate me. It was that bad. It was that bad that a trend, I started a trend, and it infiltrated that it affected every single person in my class. It was that bad. So, when I got to SS2, this is where my story starts now on grief. I'm so sorry for using 11 minutes to talk. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, now let's go back to the just grief and this effect on teenagers. Why I give that story is because people need encouragement. You never can tell who is discouraged, you never can tell who is thinking of suicide, you never can tell who is depressed around you. So, that is why we also need discernment. You also need the Holy Spirit. Pray for your friends, pray for people around you. It's very important. It's very very important i cannot overemphasize this i remember it was in early 2020 when or 2018 when i really drew close to god very much really drew close to god he taught me that i should pray for everybody that comes to my life for every system i enter for every place i enter for every people i meet i pray for them i pray for the things they do and god will be god would god being so merciful being so kind would just tell me things about this person or tell me things about this system and tell me how i can contribute to it so when i contribute to people's and when i contribute to things people think okay probably she went to study probably she just talked about no because this is the it is the holy spirit who intrigues me so i'm not naturally i'm not concerned about people naturally i don't i don't care about people ah no that that was me I can mind my business. <laughs> I can so mind my business. I want someone to say, like, what's your problem? Don't you even know how to call someone? Like, so I started to, I started on learning some habits because I was always uptight. I was always to myself. So the person was like, stop being on your own. Check on people. You know, just just know how people are doing all of that. And it's really important. So when I started praying, when I started opening myself up to the discipline of the Holy Spirit, when I started grooming me. I discover that it's important that I pray for people and I love people that I that I seek the best in them no matter who they are whether they are somebody or nobody God knows that if you come into my life guy <laughs> I honor and appreciate you I love you so much I may not say it but I can go a long way in proving it in my actions that is one thing about me that is so this is a background story for for grief so many teenagers they at a young age they lost a parent or even lost both you may not know but it is true i may not give you the stat the statistics or the uh, statistical analysis but back then when i was in secondary school i knew a lot of people who lost a parent who were taken care of by single parents i know people who lost both parents and they will come to school some of times <coughs> sorry about that <coughs> Thank you. So sometimes they'll come to school and you see that they may play with you or they may they may act nice. But there was something that I noticed about every one of them. They always wanted to feel loved. They always wanted to feel loved. That is, that is an emotional need. That is that is an emotional need. People need to see as much as we are spiritual beings. You see, a human being. You need you need you would need your emotions to be taken care of. You would need people to love you, you need people to care for you, you would need people to cherish you. That's what the Bible said that we should treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, so you cannot give what you don't have. <coughs> Sorry about that. You cannot give what you do not have. If you don't love people, you cannot love people, you cannot give love. So I noticed that there was one in my class, he was he lost the mother at a very young age. So when he comes to class, he looked he looked really unkept, you know, 
they couldn't feed feeding was a problem a lot of things happened so one thing i record that i saw sorry one thing that i noticed that he that he lacked was love the love of a mother so you will see him always hanging hanging around females not any females this time but females that are responsible females that that listen females that you know that are empathetic females that would will give freely because they they have to give so we hang around most of us females and because if he needed love the love of a mother although he had a he had an elder sister so he he would get so close to females and some people would misinterpret whatever he's doing and use it against you know this kind of secondary school students now all this kind of um, i don't want to go into it because this one is not korean movie no neither do i watch korean movies too but i hear stories sometimes and you just see trailers and all of that but people just you know of just took him for granted because he felt like they were, he had nothing you know he had nothing people felt like ah this guy they just they wrote him off but he lost a parent he was grieving for years he wasn't he wasn't the same that guy wasn't i he went through a lot you know he moved from one friendship to another friendship move from one click to another click just to find a sense of belonging and a sense of love because he lost a mother he lost a mother figure he lost he lost care he lost he lost he lost he lost the love of a mother not many not many people not every one of us have been there but there are some people who have been there and they can tell you that man it's difficult because when i saw this guy em- emotionally he struggled academically he struggled in his relationship he struggled okay now people always saw me as a mother figure from secondary school that they even nicknamed me mama p you know in school so i was one who would i don't know there was something that was just different about me i don't know why that sometimes they they call me a guy they call me mama be like this one you're not you're not don't be like a girl so <laughs> last week i went to see a friend who wasn't actually feeling well so he was like Sla, why don't you start acting as a girl like i told him when i want to get married don't worry i'll come for tutorials you teach me how to be part of like girl you know it's quite funny so i started i started being um uh, did i say how do i put this okay i started being a strong shoulder for people to lean on from a very young age because i was sensitive i'm a i'm a very high i'm a i would not use very and highly together i'm a highly sensitive person so i can perceive something and it's like okay something is on me so you know so because of that i was empathetic i was open to people so people could share things with me people could tell me anything i can sit down and say ah, this guy are you sure you're all right and last last you will open up to me or sometimes if you if you don't open up i'll go and pray about it and the lord will speak and i'll come and tell you and you will confirm you tell me it is true so from there we'll start from there that was how people started trusting that was how people then opening up and i noticed that the guy had issues communicating with people he from there because people misunderstood his attention sorry misunderstood his his desire to be loved to to to, because they misunderstood his desire to be a part of a people to to feel loved he he's he he hated girls he hated ladies sorry to say that he just hated the female gender because there were several myths around the mother's death although he didn't share with us but a few he was giving a few hints like that so there were several myths about the mother's death you know so he thought probably the mother did something wrong that was why she died and the way the father just as in sometimes at some point the father stopped caring for them giving excuses about their mother's life so from there the guy was confused a lot of things happened to him back then in second so sometimes we'll just we'll just be there for him we'll tell him guy we are here for you sometimes we'll give him money you know just go eat as transport fare 
his bags his bag was torn his books ah my god a lot of things happy was unkept you know so we all we could do was provide emotional support he was even sick he had sickle cell no, no oh my god am i saying sickle cell lassa fever you know this disease that that rat spread around because of the state he was living in it was that bad it affected him it demoralized him entirely that he hated females it was just few of us that he spoke to me and a few other girls just spoke to us sometimes you you wouldn't even speak to us you just he will come to school you just lay on the chair just put his head on the table through that day that guy will not talk if you ask him oh he will smile and say i'm fine but deep down he's dying and this guy is artistic and thank god today god saw him through we wrote jam in the same center i was so glad when i saw him you know so we're just talking and he was good i encourage i know I that day ah i encouraged him that day we spoke and learned it was really nice i was waiting for my dad to come pick me up but i was happy i spoke to him and being able to share good and fresh ideas about future about hope i was so happy that even today when i go to school and i see him in campus i'm like hey guy and i like how he smiles i like how he has moved from that stage of grief to accepting that the mother is no longer there and that god has a beautiful future for him sometimes when we dwell on the past when we dwell on dwell on negative emotions we 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 tend not to see god's beautiful plan because we tend not to see that god has a purpose in everything god has a purpose in everything you know it, it's it's not a good thing it's not a no no child would desire that the parents die at a young age no child would 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 one would would want that no but it happens to some and we cannot just segregate them like that and say because you are this or that because you are an orphan no so because he saw that yes he could actually leave that he realized that the mother could be in a better place that the mother had died for a particular reason so why not live life why not continue life where there's life there is hope god has given this life for a purpose so he saw that yes there's actually a cause to live for this that god truly has a better plan for him and that plan that god has for him is not dependent on whether the mother or the father is alive or dead yes so and another story i would like to share i just pray we don't spend so much time here today is about um, a friend he actually became a friend but for now a lot ah, we haven't been in touch no but i was glad i was able to be a part of that guy's story for the years we we, we were friends you know so in ss2 one of my classmate she's also my neighbor she came and she did slap because that then she, she noticed that i started sharing um is it traits now traps uh, traps yeah i started sharing traps with my classmates i started talking to them about god you know i was bored about it so she came and she did slap there's something i would like you to do i he was like i just i need your help you know but then okay i was a people person but still still an introvert kind of you know i mind my business a lot in class if you've not seen me in class you see me in the library i i exhausted books in the library it, when nobody's allowed me to the library the librarian was allowed me to the library that was that was okay so she would always invite me to she would always allow me to the library so one day i was in class and this girl she came and she was like um she was like priscilla i would like you to talk to someone about god that this guy he lost his faith that the father died and all of that so he no longer believes in god no longer goes to church i was like i've never seen a case like this i've never handled a case like this because i was still in ss2 what do i know ah what do you want me to go and see but there was peace in my spirit i was said to go ahead so i told him i said i sorry i told her i said okay give me his phone number and i went to my prayer about it and the lord gave me scriptures he gave me words i just wrote them down so luckily at that time he was in airport because he was a marine engineering student at that time so he started studies at acquiring you know so we're not really close i didn't know him you know but he went to the finest school in 
the final secondary school from my secondary school went to the best science uh, academy in in my area so from there he moved on to um, to study marine engineering okay, so when she gave me his number i prayed about it and god willing i called him at first the first meeting first call didn't really go away actually so i i fact i'd given up you know but subsequently i called him we started talking then it then you know we got to you know about each other a little bit so that really helped me a lot to talk to him about what was going on so i discovered that he was he was even living close to my area so we just got talking and by divine inspired you know words because not i i was god helped me that i was able to communicate god's mind to him i was able to help him see reasons that whatever situation that happened god knows that you are hot god knows that you are not you are not emotionally all right so i told him i said god knows that you are hot god knows that you're not emotionally okay okay so i told him i said god knows that you are not emotionally all right god knows that you are hot god knows god is aware of all of these things but still it doesn't change his nature it doesn't change that he loves us so much that a god who could not sacrifice his own for us so how much more do you think he will he will withhold for your better met so all this kind of this kind of encouraging words i cannot remember verbatim what the lord told me because i wrote them like as letters and i said that was how the lord told me he said write them as letters and send it to him you know so i will pass it across to him through my classmate so god being faithful after about three to about six months called him one day and we're just talking i said okay so how is your faith now how do you go to church have you started believing in god you know back then all i wanted to see was the fact that i wasn't expecting results all i, all I was in was god this all i kept praying for him i kept praying for him because i've not been in that situation and may god not help me in that situation amen you know so i've never been in such and i did not know how to say okay i understand this thing you know there wasn't a proper lang- emotional language at that time but all i know is that i was speaking words that the holy spirit led me to speak and god be merciful i think about after four months or six months he went back to school and i called him and i said okay so how is your faith now do you go to church then give me positive feedback and say like, yes i believe in god now so thank you so much that i started seeing god in a new light you know and i just swear that i need to serve god more i need to love him more that his nature is independent on the circumstances around me although he kept missing his father kept missing his dad because he said very important part with his father you know that kind of closeness that something like it's like you have been ripped into two and your most important part has been taken from you and you feel like without this particular person or that part you can never amount to anything but you have to realize that god was the one who makes men and not man so man does not make man god makes man god makes man you know so you have to realize that whatever he will be and whatever he is is by god's hand so I'm realizing that is discovered that ah, man God God has been faithful. And it could be that it wasn't even God's plan that the father should die, you know. So it said they believe so much more that they prayed, you know, the father should not die and all of that. So in that period while I was praying for him, I kept seeing some things about what led to the father's death, but I did not um communicate. I didn't want to bring that into the conversation, you know, but because that wasn't my agenda, that wasn't my jurisdiction. I was only asked, you know, do this and because God said that day he that he now believes in God. So from there we go talking and it was great that he grew all of that so that was the effect he 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 felt he could not he could no longer amount to anything that affected his faith in god 
So when people will grieve, when people will lose a very close person, a loved one, it affects them emotionally. There's no way you want to put it. It affects them. Sometimes they find it hard to do. They find it hard to know to 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 concentrate it's like it's like a bony sensation when you hear them say it's like a bony sensation in their gut it's like a bony sensation in their throat when they think of like uh, you know like the tsf is like fire they have to burn it you know like they are sometimes they have to fight it back because it comes out like like fire it's so it's a burning sensation so when you hear these people talk you're like like ah like you be you 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 feel so much pity for them but then in helping them realize that god has better plans for them you must ensure that the holy spirit guides you ensure that the holy spirit gives you the right word because if you go there and say ah you might say nonsense and they might even end up you know telling themselves that they too should leave this world that they too should die because some of them will become suicidal they have they'll be depressed they will have them suicidal thoughts that one of them would be like ah let them just kill themselves and just you know just go join their loved ones and then they don't know that it's not doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that at all so that was my experience with two people physically you know was my experience and the experience i want to draw from the bible was was job yeah okay job experienced grief he lost seven children lost every single thing it was only the wife that was remaining and his body that was filled with soul job was sick job lost everything job job lost his children you know so but still he held on to god he told he just he just made it point clear from the scripture that whatever it is that he got was from god and if god would allow them go like that it means that he has better plans it is not easy to see things like that it's not easy to see when you lose something that something better is coming it's not easy especially in this dispensation really among young people today if you tell them ah god made this happen for a purpose so think because sometimes self the 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 um oh my god the situation around the death may be very deadly maybe something that that one would have to question god and say ah i thought my I thought he's my loved one. I thought some, some of them would say, okay, their mother or their father served God. So why would God allow so and so happen to them? Some of them will question him because of the circumstances surrounding their death. Some of them will be like, ah, people are wicked. So, so because of the circumstances, because of what happened, people will be like, ah, this person is too young to die. So if God can allow this one go like that, ah, why should I not trust him? Why should I not believe in him? So I have I had a classmate and she was a girl. She lost her mother, and she was still very faithful and diligent in her service to God. Nobody even knew she lost her, her mother. And also a friend, it was a sister that even told me that they lost their dad. I did not know, but the guy is still very fervent, still very faithful, still serves God. And I'm like, wow, who are these people? So it's the case of Job. Job understood that. Even though the circumstance around his suffering and his grief wasn't entirely from God, but even though God gave a permission, he knew that there was actually a reason. He knew that if God can take this one, he can give me something better. We know that human beings cannot be replaced. If they cannot, they cannot be, you know, they cannot be gotten back, they cannot, they cannot be remolded into what they are in actuality. Forget science, forget fiction someone's father is only someone's father someone's mother is always more someone's mother you know but as christians and as young people who go through you know a lot of emotions and a lot of you know you just feel you feel sad you feel depressed it is okay to feel that but it is not okay to remain in such state it is not okay to remain in that state or in that condition your your parent might have gone or your parents must have gone it does not stop your life it's not the end of the road for you that's what you should know it's not it's not a point where you should 
tell God that he's a liar or the Bible says that it is a fool that will say that there is no God and a fool does not regard God in his heart. So if you say because of a situation that God is bad or God does not exist, it becomes uh, it becomes an effect on your part. It becomes a negative effect on your part because God will still be God. His nature will not change. His loving nature will not change. And the way he will care for you, the way he will provide for you will not change because your parent is present or your parent is absent. And this just reminded me of the story of um, G- Minister GUC who is an orphan and also Minister Joe Praise. Just look at these men who are doing great things for God. You will not believe that they don't have parents. But because they were faithful to God before, because the Bible said in it's um, 68 verse 5, he said, he said, God in his holy habitation, he said, is a father to the fatherless and a judge for the widows. So God will not leave you stranded. God knows that you need your parents for that emotional support for that coverage for that everything that you can think of and he knows that probably when your parents that is your remaining parent your single parent go and marry someone else the person may not be a better fit for your parent that you've lost but then he said he's a father to the fatherless to the fatherless just imagine orphans how do they live how do they survive staying with strangers growing up with different children some of them are not even orphans. Their parents abandon them. And they grow up like that. And amount to something. They amount to, to greatness. They amount to something tremendous. I tell you that God's hand is in their life. That God's nature does not depend on whether a person is present or absent. I was seeing uh, a video on Facebook. Go cast this blind blind chef, uh, chef she is not the best chef in america she's blind but if she cooks for you uh, she said that when she was younger the, her mother was diagnosed with cancer and the mother died so when she was growing up she her eyes were was getting impaired vision her vision was being you know affected it was affected it was being affected so finally she got blind she could not see so she would need people to help her move around the kitchen she said her mother never taught her recipes, never taught her to. She was, she's, sorry, she's Asian American. So her mother never taught her, her recipes, but she said she would ensure that she cooks her mother recipes to remember her mother. So she took her mother's recipes to the national competition, Master Chef competition. So she became the best. She was the best chef. She was blind. So if the mother's death could not stop what god had for that woman do not think that losing someone or grieving over somebody will stop god's plan for you it will not stop god's plan for you it will not at all he said he's a father to the fatherless a judge for the widows he said he's god in his holy habitation habitation means place it means where someone stays so god dwells in justice god dwells in love god dwells in taking care of those that are not being cared for god dwells in that place where he sees to it that someone is not mistreated that someone is not segregated or discriminated god is one he feels the way you feel is the way he feels for you even feels more than you feel so god loves you so much and there's something about you that he has for you that that's why he still left you on it even when you have lost both parents he placed you he kept you here for a reason kept you here for a reason i remember when i saw a christian movie this man he was serving god faithfully why because he had his family he had his dream family you know he had his dream job so sometimes god wants to make people see that you see this thing you have it's me that gave you so i can still take it so job well it wasn't recorded that job in the bible ever felt okay this thing now uh, i now have arrived no but god made a boast of job and said see this man is a faithful servant so the devil that said oh yeah take this thing for him let's see if he will not change his nature his character so job did not change and the devil was put to shame that ah 
So this man is not serving God as one of God because of the things he has. That is the level God wants us to get to. That is where he wants us to, to do it. That he becomes our only source of, of happiness. Becomes our only source of satisfaction. So every now and then when we go for evangelism, we tell people, we do not fear to add this one. Jesus Christ is the only one that truly satisfies. No matter what you acquire in this world, no matter what you think you have, the people, the affluence, the wealth, the influence, if you do not have Jesus, you are still empty. You are still very empty. And we tell people, life doesn't start at 40. Life starts at Calvary. So, your life will make sense. It will not matter who is there or who is not there. In as much as God is there, in as much as He's with you, He is the only is the only important person. He's very, very important. I'm not saying your loved ones are not important. They are important. You know, but laying hold on this truth that yes, nothing sums up to the love of God, nothing sums up to to the plan god has for your life then recognizing the true you know the true meaning of of god's work in your life then you recognize that when jesus christ said no one loves father and mother and and um, oh my god how do how do the bible put it again oh god please help me oh my god oh my god he said you should leave father and mother, leave your family, then come and follow me. No one loves father and mother and truly follows me. So there is a price to be paid. Once you have removed that attachment and say, my parents belong to God, everything I have belongs to God, and tell yourself, I am God, I am God's own. When you dedicate yourself fully to God and say, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, place any other thing above God. You see God as the first. He's going to make everything right for you. So this same, this story of this Christian man, he had everything he had ever dreamt of. Married early, got children early, had his dream job. So the daughter he loved so much. This daughter, she, she, she's as in, she was the youngest, and she loved God more than any of his children. Because of this daughter, this man drew closer to God. But one time. Sorry, they I think yeah, they went for camping. So this daughter died. Someone stole the daughter. He, he was like a terrorist in the neighbor. People knew him to, to to adopt children and kill them. So one day he went swimming. So he his children were drowning on the sea. But we didn't see the adopter. The adopter was like the devil. You know, that was how it was described in the movie. Thank you, God. The adopter was like the devil, took the daughter away deep into gross darkness the man did not see his daughter again so before that he hated god and said how would you take this my child that loves you than anybody else in my family because why didn't you take me me that i'm not even serious with you so god made wanted him to understand that it is you i have a plan for not even that child he said her, 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 her period on it is over her plan was only to bring you closer to me that was why that was how i brought her into your life and he took her at a very early age because she had completed her purpose and if you get me so god was trying to get you to this man and say it is your soul it is your spirit i've been looking for not what you have acquired not the family you now have not this thing that you think you have it is you have been looking for he said so how can i get you i will get you through this your daughter so from the death of his daughter he came to recognize god's ultimate plan for him he came to realize that yes actually he was serving God based on the things that he, he could get, not basically because he loved God. So that was that was how he, his transformation came in. Then from there he started living above grief. He started recognizing that yes, God had a better plan for me. And he actually stepped into those plans and he was grateful to God. And instead of grieving, he appreciated God for taking such a beautiful child that saw at young age so that she won't get corrupted. So he later saw the benefit. That's what the Bible said in Isaiah that God takes the righteous to deliver them from the corruption of this world. So God has a reason why you why people lose um, loved ones early, why they grieve early. God has a reason for it. So you should recognize that reason and not lose faith on God because. The plans that he has for you are beautiful. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, has come to the imagination what the Lord has for his sons, you know. And something I wanted to say now, but I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, he said the thoughts 
that I have for you are sort of good and not of evil to have an expected end. So out this race, God has an individual, you know, plan for you. I'm so sorry that this voice notice. So what am I saying? That this podcast is long at this time. Really, really sorry about I'm gonna be rounding up soon. Okay, the last story I want to share was um from a devotional, you know. So I follow a devotional online every day. You send it to my Gmail or to my email. Sorry, sorry for that. To my email. So it's called the Faithful Devotional. It's about women. So this woman gave a story that she had two children. The last one died. And she was grieving for a long time that she neglected her own so our only surviving child the son and the husband she stayed away from family she stayed away from people she felt like she wasn't protective enough as a mother she felt like she fed her child who just died because she was grieving she failed to realize that there were other people that god has blessed her with that she can actually love nurture and serve god with she neglected her own child that was still living so one day when she was still grieving, still in her room praying, sorry, crying, this surviving child walked up to her and said, Mom, do you really love me? And the mother was like, why do you have said, if you love me, you recognize that I am still here. So that touched him. That touched the mother. She was like, so this, as little as this child is, he feels that he's neglected. He feels that he's not being love that is not be taken care of so from there she prayed and she asked god to help her love the people around her and even though she had lost someone that god she never to be dear for the people around her it could be that if she was the one dead how would her children cope how would they have what would they have done so when that boy made that statement she realized that oh she started being grateful for what she had so she saw a purpose in you know in god taking her child and you know having a fresh start and a fresh understanding of parenting of parenting you know having a fresh understanding a fresh start on how to parent her child so from there she, she that was how she stopped being depressed you know she stopped grieving because she realized that she still had a gift from god so you may not have a gift yet may not realize what god has placed in front of you because you have lost a loved one but i assure you there is something beautiful there is some do not dwell on the emotions it will be there to be hard to let go hard to be very hard sometimes it's run for years it's run for years i know of someone who lost the mother i think in 2021 throughout that year she kept talking about her mom and status you know she would know it was very hard for her but at some point joining a a community that loves you know a, a christian community that loves talking about purpose understanding why she was on it that really gave her like i wouldn't say a distraction but it gave her something to focus on and be thankful to god for that even though she lost a mother even though she had lost both parents she still had something to live for she still had she still had god cheering out she still had family she still had siblings that she could love they have people she could love even outside her biological family she said she had a reason she had a purpose to live for and that was god so i don't know if i touched this at all i don't know if i hit the knee sorry it's the ham oh my god it's the knee at the head oh my god i don't know but it's not my intention to be of excellent or fluent speech today it's not my intention to to give you the um, best you know but it's my intention that i speak god's word to you today it's my intention that god be seen and be glorified in you so for those out there who haven't lost anyone or who haven't grieved a loved, a loved one please if you know someone who has who is grieving or who has lost a loved one please stretch a hand of love to them you know pray for them visit them encourage them you know and be your brother's keeper and for those who are grieving i just wanted to know that god loves you so much and he has beautiful plans for you the fact that you have lost someone is not the end of your life it's not it's, it doesn't change who god is it doesn't change his love for it doesn't change 
who his nature is because he said his habitation his dwelling place is to be a father to the fatherless to be a judge for the widow the widow is one who has lost husband sometimes widows are even without children probably they just got married and they just lost their husband even widows they just lost their wives they haven't been with children I know of cases like that so all of these people how do you think they will go on with life it is god so hold on tightly to god because god has a beautiful future for you god has a beautiful plan for you so recognize that look in that plan choose to serve god choose to honor god choose to love god it may not be easy to be very difficult but choose to see see god's plan for your life ask him seek him every day of your life love him as if as a child would love a father because he loves you as a father would love a child ever said that if you earthly father who are evil know how to do good he said how much more i who created he said i will not withhold the gift of the holy spirit from you the holy spirit comforts and will keep saying this Ask the Lord to empower you with His Spirit. The Holy Spirit embodies, He embodies, you know, He mortifies the flesh, you know. He just keeps you overhead, you know, it just keeps you overboard the pain. It just it strengthens you, gives you comfort, gives you strength. It help, he helps you in times of distress, in times of trouble. This is the moment when you need the Holy Spirit. This is the moment when you need God most. So hold on to Him because if you go to other sources, your grief would, would compound. It will not even get any solution. So choose to trust God. And I pray that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. So please, and like I said previously, season three do not deny how you feel before god let him know god this is how i feel how do i go about it and keep surrendering to what he works in you keep surrendering to whatever he wants to do in your life keep surrendering keep surrendering do not do not hesitate to surrender may the lord help you in jesus name so i'm gonna call it um a wrap up for now it's already 52 minutes you know and i didn't plan on on you know spending so much time but this is a very delicate topic very delicate very very delicate and i wanted to be careful not to override or overstep the holy spirit and i pray that he has helped us today okay so guys see you in the next podcast take care love you all god bless